Welcome to the show. It's your boy, Lewis. And it's your boy, Gibby. What's up, guys? Hey. Hey. Uh, music intro was by Europe. It's called The Final Countdown. Love that track. Because we're here. It's the final countdown. It is. We are playing. We are going to witness a new Stanley Cup champion. Finally. Europe. The, the band Europe. Man, I'm telling you, if you look at the cover <laughs> of their greatest hits, like, please, everybody out there, just go look at Europe, greatest hits, and look at their cover. Like, I didn't even know that they had oh more than God. one hit. Oh, I guess they do. I don't know. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Oh, just a bunch of studs. Okay. Just like a bunch of studs. Yeah, pull that up. Take a look at it, man. Okay. Europe's greatest hits. The the co- the cover of that. It's it's just gold. Uh, we're gonna talk about today current events. We're gonna talk about the Habs' latest signings and hirings, the Stanley Cup Finals. We're also gonna talk if it's better to lose early or if it's better to lose in the finals when you're in the playoffs. We got word on the birds. Even though the birds look like they flew into a glass window. Yeah. And there's so much more. Did you look at that picture? Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> Everybody, look at it. It's bunch gold. Mullets. I'm going to order a bunch of posters and probably give away a couple posters <laughs> for our fans and stuff. Uh, so what happened since we were gone? Uh, Royal Wedding recap. <clears throat> You watched the royal wedding? No. Come on, you didn't wake up at four o'clock? No, and I didn't even watch the rerun. I didn't watch anything. Come on, I don't care about that. Your girlfriend? No, you know, no, I wasn't interested. No. no, my girlfriend was interested in it. She loved it. Uh, the only thing I gotta say about it is, don't ever in- invite David Beckham to your wedding. Okay. Yeah. He he looked like he looks too Stud. good. Yeah. He stole Stud. the show. The guy was just like studly apparently I, I didn't watch it obviously but apparently victoria beckham was wearing uh like a black dress and she looked like yeah. she had a funeral yeah she, she, yeah she definitely looked like she was going attending a funeral and i mean she just like never smiles but i guess that that's just who she is posh yeah so him and george clooney i mean don't invite Stunt. them too you can't invite them to the yeah. wedding no um ronaldinho Ex-football Brazilian player, you know, Ronaldinho. Mm. Uh, beautiful guy. Uh, he's Stunt. marrying two women at what? the same time. Yeah. Uh, and he, like, so there was this whole article on it. He, he buys them the same presents. He bought them the same engagement ring. They, like, live together for a while now. And, yeah, he's marrying both of them. They Both the women agreed to marry him. Come on. Ronaldinho, yeah. He's so ugly. <laughs> I know, right? You would think he wouldn't even be able to get one woman. He's got yeah. two. He's like laughing at the world now. All you that call me ugly, I got two wives. That's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> so Brandy Chastain, a female soccer Hall of Famer, yeah. okay, she received a plaque with her face on it. Mm-hmm. And it was terrible. Look, n- yeah. nothing like her. She's like a really pretty woman. And yeah, she's she like is. One she's of the most beautiful lady. athletes, female athletes. <laughs> and black looks lo- nothing like her. It looks it looks like an old rich man, like <laughs> like a guy a guy named Carl or something. Like man, like this happened with Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, that, it could be worse than the Cristiano. <laughs> they Ronaldo actually one. said that this plaque makes Cristiano Ronaldo's plaque look like fantastic, beautiful. Yeah, like if you're gonna do this, do it right. Yeah, please do it right. Like if you're gonna go through all of this, make the face on a plaque. Come on, do it right. Yeah, poorly. You had one job. I gotta uh, redo it. Yeah. Uh, MMA fighter Ian McCall is retiring, and his nickname is Uncle Creepy. Do you remember Uncle Creepy? No, I don't. I, oh my I God. don't remember that guy. Yeah, he came from uh, one of those other, I think. He actually is known for beating Demetrius Johnson early in his career. So he beat, oh, the, wow, yeah, okay. he beat Demetrius. That was like his highlight. And he came out, he said, you know, the, this sport has taken so much from me and this and that. And so I wish Uncle Creepy, <laughs> great, great name, retirement. great name. And he used to have like this little curly mustache that he used to always. <laughs> I got to look him up. Yeah, look him up. He, he's a stud. Today is just like a show full of studs. David just Beckham. Just straight studs. Europe. <laughs> Uncle Creepy. Just studs. For all the ladies out there, you're welcome. Okay, I remember him, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, welcome. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, Joe Rogan, he ripped CM Punk 
uh, this week. He said that uh, he should he shouldn't be headlining any event. He should be in some amateur arena, not in the UFC. Yeah, I've seen him fight. He doesn't he doesn't impress me. Uh, so Joe, I mean Joe Rogan's been around the UFC for a while, so he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, you know he, he stooge. So the thing is, it's is just a money grab because it's CM Punk. That's all it is. That's Let's his. He, and he's gonna bring people are gonna watch because they're curious and people are you know they seen the Brock Lesnar experiment. It brought a lot of money. I mean yeah. the only reason why he's he's and it sucks for some fighters. I get where Joe Rogan's coming from because there's probably people who are a lot more deserving. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's like this guy's gonna bring money, and UFC is all about money. So. I feel like UFC is turning into like a gimmick. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, WWE, they signed a five-year, $1 billion deal with Fox. UFC also wow. signed one, I think, with uh, ESPN. Yeah. One point yeah, yeah. so it's five like million billion. Ooh, a little bit more. So I think this is good for both yeah. companies. I mean, Fox and ESPN, both good uh, stations. I mean... I, they got to get to mainstream t- television. That's probably where they're going to make their money right now. Mm-hmm. The pay-per-views are not huge f- anymore for the UFC. I'm sure their pay-per-view numbers are down. And I think WWE, they just keep finding a way to stay relevant, right? Yeah. So that's cool. Uh, Le'Veon Bell skipping OTAs. Contract mm. issues continue. Of course, obviously. He'll whatever. He'll whatever. It's the same thing every I year. don't understand how they treat him like this, man. Like, Just pay the man. Just pay the man. He deserves it. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like He's the, one of the best running backs in the league, and it's like you're in, you're out, you just franchise tag the guy or whatever, and you yeah. just hold out on giving him the big bucks. Yeah, embarrassing. The Steelers are embarrassing. You hear that, Treg? Embarrassing. You hear that, Treg? Yeah. Go, Eagles. Fly. <laughs> fly go, Eagles. Bills. Go. Um, Terrible. <laughs> so the new NFL new anthem policy, did you hear about that? So they're yeah. saying everybody has to stand, um, and if they don't want to stand, they can stay in the locker room till it's over. I think that it still needs to be reviewed by the NFLPA, but how do you feel about that new ruling? I mean, at the end of the day, it's their job, right? It's uh, if the boss, I mean, the way I look at it, it's people are I might take a little bit of heat for this. I mean, I respect the the cause and I understand what the issue at hand is and why they are doing why they are kneeling. But at the end of the day, I'll give it to you this way. If a boss says, Okay, there's a new uh dress code in effect where you have to wear suits only at work, it's like another rule that they're implementing that the boss yeah, is I get where it. I mean they're still allowing it sucks people because like I mean US is for freedom of speech and this and yeah, that and exactly doing all that kind of stuff. So not a fan of the idea, but at the end of the day, it's kind of just like they kind of just have to suck it up, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, they're taking a lot of heat already. Not a lot of people agree oh, with 100%. this decision. Um, I mean, for me, it is, it's whatever. I think they can find a better way. Yeah, I always thought that they... they I didn't like the protest anyway. I think they can find a better way, but at the end of the day, they'll have to deal... So, from what I heard... The true reasoning behind this is the NFL is terrified of Donald Trump. Yeah. Like, I read something like they're, they don't want him to, because <laughs> it's sad to say, but a lot of football fans are Donald Trump supporters. Yes. That's his demographic, right? So, it is what it is. They're scared. I think that this has more to do with fear of Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. For and sure. making him happy than anything else. And they got to try and, it's a business at the end of the day. Exactly. They got to try and make everybody happy somehow, right? Um, so staying on football, Kaepernick, so his collusion case uh, documents are starting to show now. So there, a lot of people said that he was viewed as a starter. So that's, mm-hmm. that's huge for him because yeah. a lot of, of GMs around the league lo- looked at him as an NFL starter. Yeah. I mean. Uh, I know you didn't. I, we spoke about this in, yeah, in I'm not, earlier I'm podcasts. Not, I, like he's a brink starter to me. I'm not completely sold on him to be honest just looking at it from a strictly skill base i mean could do i think he could make a couple teams on in the league yeah yeah but i don't can like i said a brink starter because of how bad some starters are in the nfl exactly yeah but he'd be a great backup for the eagles yeah and when we spoke about this i don't know a long time ago on the podcast i said the points I made is I brought up a few quarterbacks in the league who I thought he was better than and yeah. who I thought he could fill a role. So definitely, I think he, he could have been a starter in the league. I mean, <laughs> he was a, he played in the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. 
that's not by fluke. So I don't know. Anyway, I, ho- I wish him the best. Hopefully he finds a job or he does whatever. Uh, speaking of another stud defenseman, I mean defenseman, <laughs> stud quarterback. Speaking of <laughs> another stud quarterback. <laughs> Defensive lineman, no, quarterback. Johnny Manziel wow. signs with the Ticats. The man. The myth. The legend. In the CFL. You have any expectations? No, it's the CFL. I don't watch the CFL. I know, but do you have any expectations for Johnny? Yeah, he's going to have a good time in the hammer. <laughs> Hamilton, he's going <laughs> to nah, have a good time. He, he looks like he's changed. I mean, yeah, well, he seems changed. like he has anyway, If he's right? changed, good for him, but I, I don't. I so don't have any expectations. I'm going to read you the contract. It's a $122,000 contract base, 10000 signing bonus, 18000 housing stipend, 10000 if active, 6 games, uh, 10000 if active, 10 games, 10K if active, 14 games, another 120 k if he plays half of the snaps. Uh, March 1st, he gets 75 k off-season bonus. 2018, 202,000 base with same incentives. That's a lot of money. So, around. yeah, that's a lot of money. I mean, if if he can meet all those incentives, then that's that's pretty good. I mean, it's it's more than a decent living for sure. So, yeah. it's a start for him. And, hey, I hope he turns it around. Like I said, I'm all about people turning their lives around. So, I'll wish him the best. Yeah. Uh, ESPN, 100 most famous athletes list. No hockey players again. Wow. <laughs> there was a cricket player. There was a tennis player. Olympic athletes. No hockey players. Why? Why isn't Henrik Lundqvist there? The stud. The George Clooney of, of Oh, here <laughs> we go. We didn't even get that poll going. <laughs> oh, yeah, eh? that's right. We got to do that. <laughs> yeah, we'll do Who's that. Who's better looking? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh... <laughs> So really, like I don't. So 100 most known athletes. I think it will. Oh, sorry. Um, it is the 100 most uh, famous athletes. So famous. I guess. What I guess. Well, that's. I guess stupid. it's not best looking, right? It's a mo- no, famous. Who's more famous? That's right? kind of dumb. If you really think about the it. The thing is, though, is somebody made a point. They're like, Cristiano Ronaldo walks down the street anywhere. You're going to recognize him. They're going to recognize him. He can walk around in England, Canada, wherever. Uh, uh, Sidney Crosby can walk down the street in Spain. No one's going to know who the hell he is. Yeah. but Right? LeBron James, people will recognize him. Okay, but a a cricket player is going to walk down our street, and we're going to be like, maybe, maybe. I mean, cricket's pretty big, especially in Europe. It's big over there in India, whatever. I mean, there's a lot of people in India, so. so I don't know. Yeah, that's why. Whatever. But still, hockey players need to, you know, step step their their game game up. up. Hey, ditto. ditto. Evander Kane, seven years, seven mil deal. What do you think? It's a good deal. It might be a little bit too expensive, especially since Evander Kane has a little bit of issues with uh, the law and whatnot. He's a little bit of a delinquent at times. Yeah. I mean, he's a good player when he plays. We've seen it. He looked like he meshed well in San Jose. So I think it's a good deal. It might be a good deal for the future. Uh, I think the term is good, but I think the value in the term is a little high. Yeah. He he bashed the two teams. He's like, I've been a part of a couple organizations now, but this is by by, by far hands down the best one. So hey, just crapping on Buffalo and Winnipeg. Well, Buffalo is not exactly. Yeah, well, it's a seven mil AAV. Um, AAV. He's getting nine mil the first year, eight mil the second year, six mil the, the next year, seven mil, seven mil, six mil, six mil. And then there's a bunch of signing bonuses. Okay. Good so for there him. it is. All right. And there's a modified no trade. Mm-hmm. He's got a three-team list. Okay. So good for him. Uh, Lou Lamorello landing in NYI. Yeah. NYI. NY. You like me calling it NYI? Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, so whatever. Islanders, for those of you that are confused. Hey, mafioso going back to New York. New York. That's just what it is. That's New just York. what it is. And ending on George McPhee. Pretty much built both of these teams in the Stanley Cup Finals. The guy's the best of is all time. Is he a genius? Is he lucky? Is, does he work for the NHL? What is it? I don't know. We'll turn. We'll, 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 I guess we'll see. Yeah. Mm, interesting. 
guess that's all we got for now. Time to get into the show. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Habs news. Yeah, we got something. So Paul Wilson was appointed as Senior Vice President, Public Affairs and Communications for Group CH. CH. Why did you say it like that? I don't know. Is that French? Ash. CH? I don't know. Ash. Ash. Okay, whatever. Okay. Yeah, what do you think? (laughs) Good for him. Listen, this is a fantastic move, having Paul Wilson in there because he's awesome. And I have no idea who he is. Yeah, I don't know but who Paul Wilson. The is. general is it public, Ron brother? listen. The general public seems to like it. So, good, good job. Good job. Good job, guys. Two thumbs up. Four actually. Two for me. Two from Gibby. Yeah. All right. The big news: Joel Bouchard. Bouchard is the new coach of Laval. Boom. Brings his assistant Daniel Jacob with him. Love this move. Um, for those of you that don't know. Former coach of Blainesville Bois Buand. Armada. Armada in the QA, QMJHL. And he brought the team to the playoffs in each year, each year as a coach. Uh, last season, he had the best record with a 50-11-7. and seven. Um, He ended up losing in the President's Cup to Acadia Bathurst Titan. Um, I think Joel Bouchard will really help our younger guys develop. He coached a lot of younger guys in the queue, 18-year-olds uh, and whatever the case, if they were younger or whatever. Uh, I think helping, he helped them out with their game and he helped them improve. So I think this is a perfect choice for Bouchard to develop our guys at the HL level because uh, Sylvain Lefebvre, yeah. he wasn't exactly, he didn't, he didn't cut it. Well, so. it just changes needed to be made. Yeah, so he did, I, I don't think, it. I don't think he was good to develop guys. I, I really don't. Yeah, so yeah, okay. I think this is a good move. That's for fair. A lot of, a lot of fans feel like you. I'm going to read some Joel Bouchard quotes. Uh, so from the, from his interview, he says he gets a lot of pleasure out of seeing his players succeed. That's what exciting to me to go into the trenches with the guys and work with them and make sure that they become the best pros they can be and then see them have the success at the next level. Another one. I know pretty much everyone on the roster right now to some extent, some more than others, but I'm excited to work with them all. The day we play without a scoreboard, I'll change my approach. But as long as there's a scoreboard, we'll play to win. Ooh, I'm going to put that on a shirt. (laughs) Uh, We're here to win, and I don't believe in playing just for the sake of development. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game has changed, and this one I find this one was the one that I liked the most. The game has changed. You need a different style of communication, different priorities. I think you need good, honest discussions. It's not 1997 anymore, and we all have to adjust as people and as managers and as coaches. Boom. That's perfect. So I think, you know, obviously actions speak larger. Uh, larder. Larder. <laughs> actions speak larger than what is it? Larger than words? Or louder. Either louder way. than words, sorry. There it is. Larger than life. Um, it's a good signing. Yeah. Ex-hockey player. Hey, played for the Hamilton Bulldogs. Uh, he worked his way up the ladder, this guy. He's had success in the minors. He's well-regarded. Mm-hmm. And it's a, this is a perfect uh, next move for himself. And I like it for the Habs and for the Rocket. I, I, like, I like it. It's the youth movement. It's upon yeah. us. And... I think that you're starting to see a lot more teams get younger, right? And and this guy seems that like he works well with uh, a yeah. lot of young guys. And our team next year will be young. There's a lot of young guys coming to the Rocket. I trust me, there is a lot. And I mean, you even seen the Maple Leafs this week, right? Mm-hmm. Um, taking that approach, going younger on the managerial side. Yeah, it's a smart choice, right? And like you, like you hear his quotes, I mean, he, he's, I feel confident in this decision. I like it. I mean, even though I know Rick was talking about it with Amy, thinking that, you know, this is Montreal making the popular decision, the fans' decision. I don't agree with that necessarily. I definitely think that the fans did want this. But at the same time, I think that he's probably the best man for the job. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, Anthony Emmy. Signing a one-year, one-way, nine was it nine fifty? Yeah, nine fifty deal with the Habs. 
another move by the Habs I really liked. <clears throat> now, as we know, Niemi uh, didn't exactly have a great start in Florida and Pittsburgh. But uh, once he came over to the Habs, he s- settled down and he had a 2.46 goals against average and a 9.29 save percentage with the Habs. Uh, I felt like he did a really great job as a backup. And this move, I would like to see... With this move, I actually want to see where exactly everything else falls in regards to the goalies. Uh, for example, what's going to happen with Lindgren or Fukali potentially getting traded, packaged in a deal possibly, because I don't see them, those two guys being in Laval. Like, unless they want to do a one-two tandem, I think you should go with one goalie, one starter, one backup. But yeah, and I think I like McNiven to stay yeah, there. Exactly right. And so Fukali is like, probably the odd man out. Yeah. So we, I guess we got to see. Maybe they get packaged. Better opportunity for Fukali. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, the better prospect is McNiven. So if, yeah. if a team is probably looking for a young goalie, they probably want McNiven. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to be anybody really is going to be interested in Fukali. I doubt it. But anyway, speaking of Niemi. He deserves it. I mean, yeah. he was probably the flickering candle in the Habs' dark, dark season. Very dark. Right? So he, we gave him the opportunity. He took the baton and ran with it, right? So, I mean, like I said, he earned the one-year contract hands down. I'm okay with giving Lindgren one more year in the AHL to develop. Yeah. You know, to be honest, I think Lindgren is going to be an NHL starter. I see him there. But I don't think it's going to be with the Habs. No, it so, can't be. So I think, you know, let him be the main guy in Laval. Let Niemi back up Price. This is good for everybody. Lindgren playing behind Carey Price will not gain him any more experience or value. If no. you look at, look at it throughout the years, not a lot of people have had success playing behind Carey Price. And I think it will just ruin him. I think this kid needs to play every day. He's, he's a talented goalie. I think the Laval Rocket are going to be a much better team next year. So let him play the full season there, and then we can review his future. And maybe if he wants an NHL opportunity, we trade him if his numbers are good and if he's you know, proving that he's worth a shot. So mm-hmm. that's how I feel about that. But yeah, I'm, I'm happy for Niemi. I think it's a good signing. Jacob De La Rose, congrats to him in Sweden. They win gold at the Worlds. He had one goal, one assist, and he was a plus two in attorney. Uh, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Good for him. Good, Good for, for him, Sweden. Man. I'm glad he's playing some hockey. Uh, he was so know. happy. Did you see pictures of him like, well, yeah. celebrating? He, he was goes so terrible. <laughs> he goes from a terrible season to winning gold. <laughs> that right? was his Stanley Cup. He yeah, was that's so his Stanley happy. Cup. I mean, it's the world. It's nothing. It's it like, his birthday, too. Yeah. His birthday passed. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. you know, good for him, man. Hey, good for him. You know, he is what he is. I don't think he's ever going to emerge as like a top six goal scorer. It's not no. like he's lighting stuff up. He, he's a depth centerman, right? I think he's, he's going to f- be our new Eller. That's how I feel. No, nah, I don't even see him going that high. I think he's he's a fringe third liner, but I can see him as a four everyday fourth liner. He's got the size. I've seen him battle. I've seen him be gritty. I've seen him get to the front of the net. I feel like that's his role, but I, if he digs deep, he could be a third line center. Still looking for his offense. You know, at the end of the day, he's not going to light up the scoreboard. He's not going to deke and dangle. He's just a simple two-way depth centerman. Mm-hmm. That's what he is. Or he could be William Carlson. Yeah. If we trade him. And, you know, you never, never know. know. You never know. See? He was William Carlson. What if he emerges and he's the next William Carlson? We'll see. You never know. Huh? Yeah. I eh? don't know. Probably not. <laughs> still looking for his offense, guys. Still looking We're for still the looking. Yeah. That, those milk cartons. Their milk is rotten now. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, defenseman Kale Flurry. Looking pretty good, turning heads. He's got a good shutdown play. Uh, he's still in the Memorial Cup. His team is going to play uh, tomorrow against the Hamilton Bulldogs. So it'll be Will Bitten facing off against uh, Cal Fleury. And uh, future Hab Robert Thomas is also on that team. So <laughs> he's a future Hab, yeah. Come on. <laughs> that kid's good. He's, he's really good. And he's really good. But Will, Will Bitten ha- has, like I said, I think he's, he, he's good. He, he's going to be a good player. He's not. Definitely not at the level of Robert Thomas. Yeah, no, yeah, not I, a chance. I wish both the kids luck. I mean, I think it's a good tournament. I recommend everybody to watch the tournament. Yeah. Right? 
it's it's actually really good quality hockey. And hey, you get to, to make and, name for themselves. Yeah, and you get to see some of the young Habs prospects. Plus, there's no hockey till Monday. Yeah. So something to watch. Brutal. Um, Habs, they're getting a documentary on the 1993 team. It's featured on Sportsnet. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel? I'm pretty excited because I was two, if you guys want to do math. Um, I was two years old at that time, and I wasn't exactly a hockey fan at that time. I was just pooping in diapers and running around. Were you only two? Yeah. I oh, was that's only. right. You were two. I was four. Yeah, we were young. So, uh, yeah. I, I, I still like remember it, but not like vivid. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. anything. I don't I even remember. No, you anything. were two. Yeah, yeah. I don't. You remember can't even anything. remember what I ate for breakfast when you were like twenty-two. So <laughs> I don't remember yeah, when no. you were two. I actually can't. Um, yeah, but it, it'd be. I, I really. I want to watch it. Get to see a historic team. Uh, the documentary and learn a little bit more on the history of our habitant. And uh, it's the last Habs team to actually win a cup. So be nice to watch. Yeah, I mean, it's always nice to relive the Stanley Cup moment. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, the negative thing about it is I can already hear people saying, you know, you're living in the past, right? It's kind of sad, though. I mean, that's all we really have to embrace, but it is what it is. I mean, forget the haters. I'm excited to watch it. Anything about any Habs history, I'm always excited to watch. So mm-hmm. I'll definitely have that PVR'd, and I will watch it Seven every times. day until the season starts. Yeah. Stefan Waite, he commented on uh, the standing ovation that Price received when he passed Jacques Plante and wins. So this came from an interview which was translated by John Wilson on Twitter. He's at the Eagle Dares, and he's a great follow. I suggest all you guys follow him. He translated a, a lot of the French interviews and stuff like that. Really good guy on Twitter. Great follow, so follow him. Um... And then, so this triggered like a we love you carry hashtag. Mm-hmm. And it actually reached to Angela Price. Oh, wow. Yeah, so she screenshot it. And yeah, so it's on, it was on Trends, um, Trends Maps, if you look at like Trends Maps Montreal. Yeah. So it was trending. And she posted and it said, so much love on Twitter today. So it actually reached. He started this thing. He translated it. It started a we love you carry because he actually said that uh, fans. So what he said was, uh, this was Stefan Waite mm-hmm. talking about that ovation. Uh, he said, he always seemed detached from everything. This time he had tears underneath his mask. He thought fans didn't like him anymore. I told him to think about the 95% of the fan base that appreciates him. It's true. So it's a touching thing, and it's sad that he would even think that. You know what I mean? But that's what this fan that, base and, and media, media sometimes does. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really – it was a great moment on Twitter. There's a lot of good Habs fans on Twitter, and I'm very happy that this happened. So shout out to the Eagles Dares. That's John Wilson on Twitter. Great follow. And, I mean, just everybody – who follows us and follows him and just everybody. I mean, that was a great thing. Every, anybody who tweeted out, we love you, Carrie, is a great job. And it's a great thing for all of us Habs fans to come together. Yeah. So that's a great way to end off the Habs news. So now we're going to break down what the heck happened in the playoffs, Gibby. I don't what know. What happened? I don't know. So I don't know. Let's talk about Vegas versus Winnipeg. What happened? So... Vegas seems to have proved us wrong once again. Um, I've literally had them getting eliminated <laughs> every single, every single <laughs> round, and now here we are. I chose them the first finals. round, so I got that. Well, they're going to the finals. <laughs> and honestly, they made quick work of Winnipeg. I, I, thought it, I thought Winnipeg had a legitimate chance at winning the Cup, and they ended up beating Winnipeg in five games. Fleury, again, being a star, standing on his head making ridiculous saves all series. I'm disappointed because Winnipeg was the Canadian team yeah, and yeah. everybody was pulling. But, um, yeah, I don't know, man. This Vegas team's just They're surprising. They're the real deal. heads. Uh, the leading scorer in the series was uh, Jonathan Marcheseau, uh, seven points in five games. Um, now, as for when I, who I picked, I picked Winnipeg in seven, I believe. And uh, so, yeah, I was wrong there. 
Yeah, I did too. <laughs> I chose Winnipeg as well. Yeah. Um, Vegas was relentless, man. Yeah. They worked hard. They buried the chances that they got. But ultimately, Flurry stole the show. <laughs> to tell you the truth, I thought Winnipeg carried the play most of the series. I thought yeah. that they had the pressure. I thought they had a lot of good games. But, you know, Vegas found ways to protect the lead and score late goals that were like daggers. And I think it really deflated them. Yeah. It became really frustrating. And you see this happen a lot, especially the Habs. I see that happen all the time. We've had that happen to us in playoff series too. So, yeah, man, this Vegas team is tough. You're going to have to get to them early. Yeah. They haven't lost two in a row. You got to get to them early. It's crazy, man. So, yeah, I still think that Winnipeg was the better team, but I mean, Flurry stole the show and they just they the just show. didn't waste an opportunity. So that's what happened. Tampa Bay Washington, what happened here? So, the series wrapped up last night and it looks like Washington is finally going to the Stanley Cup final after winning 4 nothing in Game 7. Series all around was pretty solid. I thought it was going to, uh, to be honest, I thought it was going to be a quick one after Washington quickly jumped out 2 nothing after, after winning two away games. Um, Tampa ended up crawling back, making it an interesting series. But Washington found it in them finally, and here they are going to the cup finals. Um, I took Tampa in seven, but Washington won in seven. So, I mean... Good for me. I got the games right. I knew it was going to go. The, <laughs> I knew it was going to go the full full seven. Um, the leading scorer of the series was Evgeny Kuznetsov. He had ten. He had a good series. Ten points in seven games. I got him in my fantasy pool. Nice. Keeping I'm, me alive. I'm done. Yeah, you're 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 sinking. <laughs> I'm at you're the bottom. Sinking, bud. Battleship sunk. Yeah. So yeah, the, the great series. I liked it. Yeah. Good for Ovi and the boys. You know, I had Tampa in six, and then I changed it to seven because <laughs> Washington. Won the first two. I still thought Tampa was going to win, but you know what? Tampa Bay disappointed me big time. Yeah, uh, they didn't show their their full capabilities. I don't think so. On paper, these guys are stacked. They're stacked. They they're a good team. But I think this just goes to show you that when there are too many mouths to feed, it just doesn't work. Yeah, skill is very important, but I think that every team needs role players, and I just feel like there was there wasn't enough ice mm-hmm. for all of these these skilled players to show their true capabilities. Um, And the Capitals, they changed their game plan. They used their physicality to take over the series. Yeah. I mean, the stars, like you said, Kuznetsov, Ovi stepped up to get it done. It's safe to say that somebody learned the Heimlich on this team (laughs) because they did not choke. Yeah. Quote that one. Chalk it up. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, Tampa, I think, they tried their best, but these guys are hungry. This is not the same Capitals that, you know, this is not your mom's Capitals. What? There's a slogan. This is not your dad's Capitals, right? There I you go. I have no idea where yeah, you Yeah, it makes that from. sense. Trust me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now. Dun, 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 dun. The Stanley Cup final preview. We have reached the end of the road. That was terrible. Sorry. Washington and Vegas. <laughs> what do you Stanley think? Stanley Cup. What do you think? So, I'm not really sure what exactly I can say at this point. Um, I think I'm just going to roll with it. I think Vegas is going to lose. <laughs> I'm rolling with it. I'm going with it. I'm sticking to my Again? guns. Like four times, fourth time's a charm, I guess. <laughs> um, no, but honestly, I think Washington will win the cup finally. Um, I mean, Vegas. I mean, don't put it past don't put it past Vegas. They surprised the hockey world, and we're here. They're in the Stanley Cup Finals. Um, but I do truly believe that this is the year Ovi and the Capitals can finally do it. So I'm gonna take Washington in six. I feel like Flurry's been too good and is due to have a bad series, and it'll come Ooh. at the wrong time. Ooh. My leading scorer is going to be Alex the Great Ovechkin. All right. Okay. Okay. So I don't get. We're not choosing leading scores. We're choosing uh, Con Smythe, who's winning it. Alex Ovechkin. Alex Ovechkin. Okay. Nostradamus predicted 
the end of the world was coming and a polar shift and the Mandela effect and all that nonsense. Yeah. That's the only way to explain the Washington Capitals not repeating history and choking. It's something to do with the universe. The same goes for the Golden Knights. Nobody expected this. So, to save face and keep the integrity of the show, I will have to choose the opposite team that you choose. <laughs> so at least one of us is right. <laughs> okay? I've been against them almost all playoffs, except for the first round, but not today. All right? Get your protesting shoes and get the signs ready. Get those FU Batman. The NHL is rigged. Gary Bettman does not care about Canadian people. All those signs, get them all out there because the Knights will be the champs and Flurry will get the con Smythe. You heard it here first. If Vegas wins the cup, I don't think I can watch hockey again. Well, I got to keep I got to save face for the show, so. Yeah, I see what you're I'm doing. I'm going with Vegas here. And to tell you the truth, I want Ovi to win. Yeah. I do. And I really do want him to win, but I just think that Vegas is going to win. I just, I, we just got to save face here, guys. That's what it is. Yeah, that's it. So don't, don't hold it against me, but I, I don't know, man. I just see Vegas winning. Yeah. And that's it. They're a good team. Yeah. Greatest. The Caps got to choke sometime, and where's the best place to choke? The Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah. On the biggest stage. Of them all. In the world. All right, so you know what time it is now, Gibby. Time is it, sir? Have a prediction. Yeah. Recap. Yeah. <laughs> so I asked you, would you like to change any of your winners after the first few games? And you said no, but you should have. Should have changed both. You were wrong. Both. But so was I, so it's okay. Damn. That'll make you feel better. And I asked you, and this one is the best. <laughs> <laughs> Will a goalie get chased from a game before the next show? And you said yes. And I said for a boner point, yes, I said boner. Which one? You said Holtby. Uh, and Holt you were B. wrong. Didn't Holtby have two back-to-back yeah, -back he setups? actually had two shutouts. <laughs> See, I <laughs> so misheard the question. Of, yeah, instead of getting chased, he had two I shutouts. I thought you said which goalie will chase the rest of the series. <laughs> So right. He won right. the rest of the series. Right. right. Pro sports. It is what it is. It is what it is. No hyper prediction this week, but we're going to do tweets of the week. What you got? All right. So it's been dry. <laughs> so is it really been dry or you just haven't been on Twitter? No, actually, I came, I came across this and I thought it was pretty funny. Um, so Arby's. So as we know, Brandy Chasten. Had uh, a rough statue. So Arby's tweeted at her. <laughs> yeah, Arby's tweeted at her and said, it's not made of gold, but we think you look much, much better in Arby's sauce. So what they did, I guess they made like a statue or a little design in Arby's sauce. There it is, Lewis. Oh, wow. So it's pretty good, eh? Oh, so that was from the statue we were talking about yeah, earlier. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So they, and they made it out of Arby's sauce. Yeah, so they did a pretty good job there. <laughs> That's good. So I like it. I got another one. Ooh. Um, so remember how I was, we were doing that whole imagine having Subban in your system, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So imagine having Subban in your system and then trading him and then not having Subban in your system anymore and then having Sergachev in your system and then trading him and not having Sergachev in your system anymore. So Robert Brown responded today or yesterday after the Tampa Bay Lightning lost. Imagine having Drewen in your system and then trading him and then not having Drewen in your system anymore. And then you don't score a goal for seven straight periods and counting. And then you realize that he had 14 points in seven games in the playoffs for Tampa Bay in 2015, 2016. Ooh, Boom. So there baby. you go. Stop enough. That's Vinegar it. Vinegar in the wound. That's it. Leave us alone. So I had two here, and this one caught my eye first. Mm -hmm. It was breaking. After a two-week investigation, the NHL has discovered nine Vegas Golden Knights players abusing performance-enhancing drugs before and after playoff games. Holy mama. Pierre Lebrun. Mm. Picture of Pierre Lebrun. I was like, oh, my God, no. But then I read his tag, and it's Vesa Toscala. <laughs> The guy's name is Vesatoskala. Where's Vesatoskala nowadays? I have no clue, but I mean, dude, if you're going to make a fake account, at least, come on. 
do a little bit better than that. So I had that one, and then this guy here, uh, Justin from Vegas. Honestly, if Montreal never had tra- if it would never had traded Subban and Carey Price managed to stay healthy, we, we could have seen a Montreal versus Vegas finals this year, and I would have died from having my team win no matter what. Justin? Whoa, Justin. Why? Whoa, Justin. Justin lives in a world where he thinks if we had Subban and Carey Price healthy, that we'd be in the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, Justin's from Vegas. Justin's edibles. I'm telling you, man. These kids are abusing the edibles these days. Edibles, Tide Pods, everything. All right, so we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Want the latest Habs news with game previews, reviews, and highlights? How about full coverage of development camps and special events? Looking to follow the Laval Rocket or the Brampton Beast more closely this season? Perhaps you'd like to learn more about team prospects. Would you like a place to socialize with hockey fans all over the world? We've got what you're looking for at allhabs.net, the place where you'll find everything you need to be the most informed and connected Habs fan around. Allhabs.net. And we're biggity biggity back. Uh, back at it. Back at it again. Again. It's Lewis and the inference. Yeah, we're here. All right, quick thoughts. So at this point, do you think Vegas losing in the finals is worse for their future than losing in the first round? No. I think uh, Vegas making the playoffs in general is a huge win, regardless of how they do in the finals. Um, they went from being an expansion team to with no, what's the word I'm looking for? No expectations. Not no, but low. Well, low expectations um, to a potential Stanley Cup winning team. Um, regardless, this team, in my eyes, is a success story that no one could have predicted. And fun fact here. If you put a hundred bucks on Vegas at the beginning of the season to win the stand or to make it to the Stanley Cup Finals, you made ten grand. Wow, crazy! Yeah, um, see, I think it's a success for the organization. Yes, but I'm talking about the players. Oh, right. Well, you said Vegas. Yeah, I'm saying like the players, the team, the whole team. But I'm saying yeah, managerial. Of course, you know, it's from, worse from the managerial side for sure. But I'm saying. I mean, from this the players, team, of this, this team could look a lot different next year. Look a lot different. Yeah. There's a lot of guys that might not be here next year. And I think that, you know, either way, losing is, comes to a shock to any franchise, new or old. I mean, in the moment, it's heartbreaking no matter what. Uh, and then I think in retrospect, you know, they realize how big of an achievement it, it was and it could fuel the fire to get back again next year, but it, then it could end up like Nashville and so close, but kicked out. You know, you go to the finals one year and then you get kicked out second round next year, right? It's pro sports. It's the way she goes. Welcome to the NHL, right? Don't miss your chance because you might never get it again. I'm just saying, you get all the way there, it sucks. And you're not getting a lot of these players back next year. It could be, especially for the guys who stick around, it's like, hey, man, I miss that team. Yeah. Right? Maybe maybe they never get back. I don't know. It's a tough it's a tough thing. Yeah. That's why I think is it better maybe to get kicked out in the first round? Well, yeah, you're you, like you, that you have close, that hunger right? and you're that close and then all of a sudden it's gone. It's a, it's a tough life. Pro sports. Though. It really is a tough life. It's pro sports. So, if you were an NHL GM, would you rather take over an existing team? Or draft from scratch, like the Vegas, like the Vegas deal, pretty much. Um, I think it honestly depends on which team I'm actually taking over. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, if it's a team with young future, like a future team, like a team built for the future, like in Edmonton, a Toronto, or whoever the case, then obviously, of course, I'd take them, right? But if it's a team that's aging, no future, they're in a tough spot tight to the cap, then, uh, yeah, I'll just take the expansion team and start from scratch. Yeah. Um, but if the team was set up like Vegas, then I think I wouldn't mind seeing the type of team I could build off of players that, that ended up going unprotected and also build up a plethora 
of Ooh. draft picks in the meantime. Haven't used that word in a while. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, Vegas' future is bright, and they've yeah, still got a lot of draft picks. So they're going to build a good system. But yeah, They've got I, a lot of draft picks, but I was actually looking into it, and they don't have too much this year. It's more so like 2020 and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, but still, still. So a lot can happen in two years. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's, they've built a, a strong foundation for sure. I think, yeah, I agree with you where it's like, yeah, it depends what team. Like, you know, there's a difference between getting a Detroit yeah. or Arizona compared to like a Calgary or Edmonton type team. You yeah. know what I mean? I think there's a big difference in that. Uh, it's, I think it's hard to say that you wouldn't want to start from scratch. Like you wouldn't want that Vegas deal. It's hard to say no. But to tell you the truth, I don't think Seattle's going to have the same success that Vegas had simply because the GM's eyes are wide open now. Okay. Yeah. Right. They're they're gonna be more active from now on. They're gonna look deep at their young prospects. They got blindsided. Mm -hmm. They really did. A lot of guys got wheeled. It was new. It was new to them. Yeah, and I think it won't happen again. I mean, like they say, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me, right? So I mean, I think it all depends. I would take Arizona. If they were offering me Arizona, I'd take them. And instead of starting from scratch, why not, right? But I, I feel like, uh, I'm telling you, this success, don't be blinded by it. Even though, it, if, even if they get the same deal, I think you're going to see GMs a lot more active this time. If they feel like they can't protect a guy, they're going to trade him. Mm-hmm. And they're going to get something for him. Yep. They're not going to just roll the dice and, and hope for the best. I think that they're going to really look deep at this. Because last time, I think that they, they didn't expect what what came of it and you know some of them got burned yeah so watch out seattle heads watch up. your back seattle super cups all right so how do you feel about the off season moves so far by the habs and is it enough to build confidence in this regime so i, I took a poll on this mm-hmm. on uh, on the twitter twitter and let the me, twitter sphere let me pull it up so I said, how do you feel about the Habs offseason move so far? The options were amazingly awesome, step in the right direction, saving face after a bad season, or who cares, fire Mark Bergevin. Uh, 63% voted. This is 285 votes. It's a step in the right direction. Yeah, I agree. Uh, 11% amazingly awesome, 9% saving face after a bad season, and 17% who cares, fire Mark Bergevin. Oh so there's gosh. still some people who want him gone out there. It's you're not you're not a, uh, you know, <laughs> come on guys. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, how do you feel about it? Um, to be honest, I think it's a it's a good it's a good start. It's a good step in the right direction. Um, our main issue was coaching staff at the AHL level, in the AHL, in my opinion. And I'm a strong believer in when. <clears throat> when you're trying to build a great team for success, you start from the foundation. The foundation's in the AHL. You build from the AHL, and then you build up. And that's what I feel like. That I feel like the management is trying to do that with hiring Joel Bouchard. If we have the coach that we're all expecting him to be in helping develop our AHL prospects, then and they can make the jump to the NHL level and perform well, then I think this is a good step in the right direction and it does bring a little bit of confidence to me. I like it. Um, but we won't know until we see, right? Yeah. And you know, I, I don't think Sylvain Lefebvre did a terrible job. He didn't do a terrible job, but I felt like, and I, he was taking, he took a lot of heat from a lot of people saying he right, didn't develop because the there prospects was, yeah, properly. Well, but at, at the end of the day, I mean, it's not necessarily true. We still have a lot of prospects that graduated, even though some of them are not with us, but we still have a lot. And that's why I said in this, in this poll, I put saving face after a bad season, because I still think that a lot of these moves are saving face after a bad season. A lot of these yeah. moves needed to be done. If this team made the playoffs, maybe those moves aren't done, right? It all it the success of the big club, I think, or lack thereof, I think had a big reason on, on a lot of these decisions. Yeah. yeah. Not that I don't like the new signings. I think the new signings are great, but I think that saving face definitely has a part to to, to do with it. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think that this is a step in the right direction. I like the direction of going younger, getting younger guys who know the 
you have to understand the league is getting younger. You can't, like uh, Bouchard said, you can't coach guys like you did in 1997. Yeah, and I, really, game like, I really like that mentality. Me too, and, and I think that he's, he has experience with young guys. There's a lot of young guys coming in. I like the decision, but we can't sit here and say that they're not trying to save face because a lot of these moves, if they didn't make these moves, people would still be here like, what are these guys doing? Why aren't they changing anything? No confidence. So yeah. these, these had to be done. I agree. So I f- that, that's how I feel about that. So, not excited about this segment, <sighs> but you know what time it is. Time is it, Lewis? Word on the birds. How had everybody said about the bird? Word on the birds. So this one we're going to dedicate to Blaine Potvin. He is a colleague at uh, All Habs, and we know how much he loves by listening to his last podcast, The Blue Jays. So this one's for you, Blaine. And also Treg, who is a Yankees, Yankees? fan. But, Boo. Uh, Treg is confused. He's Steelers, Yankees, All over Habs, the place. All over the map. All over. But uh, dedicated to you guys, since you guys love it so much. So the Jays, 2-8 and eight in their last 10 games. They got key injuries to the starting pitching. Do you think this is the beginning of a brutal season, or is it just a bump in the road? Okay. Honestly, I was really optimistic about this season, and I thought the Jays had a solid team, built a lot of depth. Um, and I don't get me wrong, I still believe that they have a solid team, but with the Red Sox and Yankees just flying away with the flying Blue Jays, clever. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I just got that, and I wrote this um (laughs) flying away with the division title race um our best bet right now is to get the second wild card um right now we're five and a half games back of seattle i could might want to fact check me on that but (laughs) i think by the time they fact check you it'll be like 10 games played yeah (laughs) i think these injuries to guys like stroman and garcia are gonna hurt us a lot um we now have to rely on guys that are filling in, like Joe Biagini, who has been struggling. And it's something you never want. Sure, a fill-in once in a while, so every so often, isn't so bad. But when you have two starting pitchers who are a key, pivotal piece, two key, key pivotal pieces to the team, yeah. when they're on the 15-day 15 15-day 15 DL, it's, it's never a good thing. Um, I mean, I'm going to remain optimistic and say it's just a bump in the road because we are still hovering around 500. But if our record continues to plummet the way it has been, I think uh, it's another lost season. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's signs of a brutal season yet. Not I mean, yet. The, I think the hot April gave them some cushion, a little bit. For the pushing? Uh, <laughs> they're, they're cooling off, though. And, 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 I mean, that was expected. Okay, but the injuries have hurt them the most, right? I think if they can start getting some bodies back, stay relatively healthy the rest of the way, try and stay around that 500 level, I still see this team fighting for a wild card, even though the race is starting to get tougher and tougher. But yeah, I, I don't think they're going to be as bad as last year. I think they, they still have enough on this team to compete. But they're going to have to dig deep here and get it done. So yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm going to remain optimistic like you, Gibby. Oh, thanks. Uh, so they've, the, the Jays have struggled ever since Osuna got arrested. So, yeah. you, you know, or on it. So he's on, a, he got arrested. And now he's on an administrative leave. Is this a coincidence, Gibby? Or do you think that uh, the team is letting the news of Osuna affect them? Um, I mean, I, th- I think it's a coincidence, but obviously... It would affect any team when you lose a guy like Osuna. I know a lot of the players loved him in the well, love him in the locker room. So it's definitely affecting them. But I think the struggles stem from the injuries and struggles we're having. Everyone seems to be having issues. Offense isn't there. Our pitching has been up and down, and and our our bullpen can't seem to hold leads even when we do have leads. So I think it's just an all around mess. I think we can overcome the issue, but it needs to be fixed quickly because right now is as we're about a, th- a, th- a quarter of the way through the season, it's, it's at that point where these games that you're losing, they're going to they're gonna affect you in, in the when, end, it, yeah. when it comes to September and August. It's right? been a dreadful May. Yeah, brutal. Great April, dreadful May. But, I mean, lots of game left. That's, it, the, that's a that's positive. That's the good thing, yeah. So, I mean, 
I don't. I think the injuries have been more of a factor than anything else. Mm-hmm. I mean, but of course, you lose a pivotal piece to the bullpen, it can only do harm. I mean, then it's a trickle-down effect, right? But I still think the bullpen has done a half-decent job without mm-hmm. Osuna. But, I mean, there's nothing like having that, that weapon at the end. But, I mean, yeah, of course, you lose a player like that. He is a close guy. and it, It's going to have some sort of effect. But I, I definitely think that these guys are professionals. I think that more than anything, the injuries are the biggest issue. Losing Osuna was the start, yeah, and I'm sure it did affect them a little bit. But they're professionals. They're used to this stuff. Yeah. Um. Now, with Devin Travis, he got called back up. He, he had his little uh, stint a, stint in the AHL. Do you think AHL? he's going to... I mean, plays in hockey? The, in the triple A. boy, Debo. In triple A. <laughs> uh, do you think he will bounce back and uh, find his game? Uh, okay, well, he's been back for three games so far. Yeah. Um, and in his first game, he had a rough game. 0 for 3, went with two strikeouts. Uh, yesterday he had, he went one for three with a home run to start. And today, early game today, he went one for three. So two for nine, it's a right step. It's a step in the road. It's Uh, not bad. Not bad. It's not bad. I think it's early. It's a little early to judge his bat, but I do feel like coming back, him coming back is huge. Um, his defensive ability has been there all year, which really helps him out. Yeah. Um, I think once he catches fire, because Devo is known to catch fire, and once he catch fire, once he, once he catches fire, he ends up getting injured. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, but once yeah. he <laughs> once he catches fire, I don't. I, he's not going to stop, and he'll be a huge pivotal piece to the J success in the remainder of the season. So, yeah. I, I've dude, I've been. I was ever since the trade where we traded Anthony Ghost for Devo Travel. I loved the trade. Yeah. He's just got to stay healthy. He's such a good well, player. Well, the good sign is he is staying healthy. Knock on wood. So I would rather have him struggle than be injured. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, yeah, I like it. It's, uh, we'll, time will tell. Yeah, I, think, I don't think he was ready to come back yet. I think he was struggling a little bit in AAA. But I think at this point, you have no choice. I mean... He, they got to give him the opportunity to dig deep, find his game. And I think that it's always easier to give a guy another chance that you've seen do it before. Yeah. You know, instead of a young guy who's still finding his way. So I get the decision. He did have a home run. You said he went two for nine, yeah. which is not bad. It's a good start. His defense was looking good. So that's another thing. Mm-hmm. His defense looks sharp. So definitely a guy who goes two for nine, defense is still good. Yeah, I don't see the reason. Why not? I think he's going to be fine. Like I said before, I, I, we've talked about this before. I said he's going to be fine. I think he'll still be fine. The Blue Jays need health right now. They need vitamins. They need health. Yeah. And I'm wishing for their health because if they can get healthy again, this team will be back in the race. Mm-hmm. You heard it here first. Yes, sir. So, yeah, that's it. Let's move on. Time for the newest segment. Let's have some fun. All right. This is the Tell Me What You Got edition. Okay. Uh, we're going to start with, we want to know what you own, Gibby. So, what is your most prized possession? My signed Carey Price jersey Ooh. that my girlfriend bought me for Christmas a few years back. Nice. That's my most prized possession. I have a sad life. <laughs> my most prized possession is my Have a Listen shirt that I signed myself. <laughs> no, that's not it. Uh, it's my car. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. Cadillac CTS Coupe. Coupe. Ladies, call me. No. I'm, Whoa. I'm taken. Taken. Uh, but yeah, my car. Cadillac CTS Coupe. Two Ooh. door. Cruising down the street in my. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. So, what is the weirdest? possession you own um my weirdest possession i had to think long and hard about this um so i have some sunglasses like some glasses that have like a mustache attached to them (laughs) um it's a beauty and i've had them for like mr potato head no they're not like that (laughs) so they're like christmas themed so like santa claus so they say on the glasses they say ho 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 
and then it's like yeah. a white, it's like a white stash dangling. Want to go with for a mustache ride? Is that what it says? No, no it just okay. says ho ho ho. Oh, it's not R rated. Um, so yeah, it's Christmas theme, and I can only wear it around Christmas time. And I've had it for like three years. And you just you won't no. I won't let it go. Okay. I wear it around Christmas with my ugly Christmas sweater. All right, good. What about you? Uh, so yeah, I thought about this too, and this may, and it's not weird to me, but it might be weird to some that a grown man has this. But my box of action figures, I have Dragon Ball Z and wrestling action figures. That's not weird. That's just which smart. I. But I guess the weird thing is is that I purchased it in recent years. Yeah. And the reason why I'm going to tell you guys a story is that when I was a kid, young kid, we were doing spring cleaning. My mother asked me to choose the toys I wanted and the toys I didn't want put them both in a, in a garbage bag. My mother gave me the same color garbage bag. So the next day, they threw out the toys that I wanted and left me with the toys I didn't want. It was crushing. Wow, wow, wow. All my favorite toys went to the garbage. Brutal. It was a traumatizing experience. So later in my 20s, I just was on uh, eBay, and I purchased all my wrestlers and Dragon Ball Z characters, and I still have them in a box. Would that ring you up? And I play with them in the bat th- no i don't <laughs> they're just sitting there but yeah it's my weirdest okay i'm not gonna tell you how much i paid <laughs> for those yeah but it's a it was a piece of my childhood that was missing that it's i priceless put back it is priceless, priceless. so a pos- now tell me a possession you love but your significant other hates it's got to be my phone my phone my girlfriend loses her mind because <laughs> i'm always on my phone i'm always on twitter I'm always checking sports. I'm always on our group chats. She just hates it. She's like, you're always on your phone. <laughs> We're watching a show. Did you even see what just happened? I'm like, no. That's like everybody. Yeah. So that's she everybody can't now. stand it. So yeah, that's mine. Mine is my gold-plated cubic zirconia grill. <laughs> yeah. And I also have these like John Lennon type round Oh, she hates those. I know those. Those are terrible. Uh, So every time we go out, you wear them, and I hate it. (laughs) So she just, like, hates. I always, like, sometimes I purchase weird things, and she's always hiding these things from me. She hides everything that she hates. Good. And I never find them. Props. And she she denies everything. Props to her. So that's definitely it. Um, So what's a possession you should throw out, but you just haven't yet? Um, so I have a pencil case, right? <laughs> and it's full of pencil crayons. And it's also, I got like a little side pocket where it's full of like bits of eraser, like little bits of eraser, like broken. <laughs> For the back of your earring? No, broken erasers. Because back in the day, we used to have, I remember grade seven, we used to have eraser wars. So we'd grab erasers. And oh, wow, that's th- been around that long? Yeah, man. So <laughs> I've, I have like a little pocket for eraser pieces and I throw them at kids and like we'd have eraser wars. So I don't know. I so you still have ammunition. Yeah. <laughs> I'm loading up. <laughs> World War three is coming wow. boys. Uh, the so yeah. call of duty before call of duty. Yeah. I still, I, I, I don't know why I have it, but, uh, <laughs> I'm, it's not grade seven geography class anymore. I'm not coloring the map of Canada. So I think you it's can pass time. it down to your, to your children. Son. With the eraser. <laughs> you see, what this is here is you Son. throw this at the kids. Side pocket <laughs> on the right. Thank me later. <laughs> What's yours? Uh, so uh, the other day, I dropped my remote control on the floor, okay. and batteries Shattered. flew out. No, my remote is alive, but the batteries flew out underneath the bed. <laughs> you know, the worst thing. So now I got to crawl underneath the bed, get the, the batteries. And as I'm coming up, I realize that I have a Trump home bed set trump home bed set donald trump bed set why i don't know i have no idea where, where it came did from you get it i have no idea maybe my parents i have no clue what? but it's a trump home yeah he, he he actually i think donald trump has like a series like he has like uh furniture and all kinds of stuff so we have a, oh so it's not like a photo of him like no on the no bed. no it's it's his trump home bed set. like his collection yeah. Yeah, but it's not like a, a photo of him no, on your bench. No, no. <laughs> that's what I thought. I was so, like, what the hell? So I think, I'm, like, I'm thinking if that's probably something I should throw out. No. <laughs> Why? I don't support him. Nah. Vote Please. Ford. Doug, Doug Ford. Doug Ford. We're not getting political here. Yeah, so, yeah. but yeah. Let's I should throw it up. Let's <laughs> end it up there. Anyway, um... I don't know why I 
did that voice. But listen, Here. I want you guys all to go to that All Habs website. We have a draft contest. They're taking a bunch of fans with them to the draft, get to sit uh, on the floor somewhere or around. Uh, you're going to be around all the great hockey minds. You'll be with All Habs crew. It should be a great time. So go to the All Habs website and see how you can join. Um, basically, I think we probably only have one or two more shows uh, left, and then what we'll do is we'll have a draft show and a free agent frenzy show. Then we'll be taking a break and pretty much until rookie camp and training camp starts. Mm-hmm. But like I mentioned on earlier episodes, YouTube channel is coming. Uh, you can also catch our videos on the All Habs, so we'll be posting it on Twitter and at All Habs. So we got a lot of fun stuff planned we're gonna have our youtube channel up and going and once we get it going it'll be active pretty much for the summer and the season we're gonna have a whole bunch of new ideas interviews fun stuff just skits and all that stuff and you guys already know follow us on twitter at have a listen and we're also on facebook and on instagram and uh yeah listen to all of the podcasts that all habs has to offer Mm -hmm. anything you gotta say gibby um yeah, guys, thanks for listening, and uh, see y'all later. Peace. Bye, have a great time.